0: Nancy DeMoss says the word hospitality in the Bible comes from two Greek words. The first word means love. The second, strangers. It is a word that means love of strangers. Isn't that beautiful? Our special guest today is Amy Hannon. She's the author of a brand new book called Gather and Give, Sharing God's Heart Through Everyday Hospitality. Amy, welcome to Christmas Spirit 105.3 and Merry Christmas time. Oh my goodness, you too. How fun. (laughs) I love the title of your book, but I especially love something you believe, Amy. Your kitchen table is one of the best ministry tools you have. How do you turn your kitchen table into something really meaningful? How does that work? Well, first of all, we saw Jesus model that in
1: Scripture, didn't we? That he used a shared meal to build relationships with people and get into the lives of people, get to the heart of things, meet needs of all kinds. And I think that the same goes for us, that our kitchen tables are some of the most natural ministry tools that we have where we can get into the lives of people and build community and
0: meet needs of all kinds, get to know our neighbors. We need that so terribly, don't we? We do. And what do you think stops us? Because I know for me, sometimes the clutter in the house, it's not dusted perfectly. I'm looking at my decorations and I'm like, oh, they could use some updating. How do you get past all of those things? Well, listen, I lived this way
1: for years. This is part of the reason that I was able to write the book, because so much of my hospitality for years was affected by this pressure that I was supposed to be, do, cook, host, live a certain way. I wasn't supposed to have dust on the lampshades. You know, regular life, I would try to, like, hide that because everything we see in the world is so perfect and beautiful and photogenic, And what I really believe is that our ordinary is extraordinary, and it's common ground. And that's what we're dying for. It's for us to connect with people who are like us, because common ground is what builds relationships. That's this wonderful, fertile soil for emotional, relational, and spiritual goodness to take place. And I think what's happened is we've seen... social media and Pinterest and all the things where people curate their lives to look a certain way. And we think we have to put our life away. People want to see how other people live. And I think the thing is, is one way we are focusing on our presentation and being perfect, you know, having perfection in our lives and in our homes. And really the hospitality of the Bible focuses on people over presentation and connection over perfection. And we just have to remember what the true focus of biblical hospitality is. It's God and others. And that's
0: all it is to it. It's so true. Amy, we're right here in the middle of the holidays, and it really is an opportunity to open our doors and invite somebody over who maybe isn't related to us. What happens Mm -hmm. when we do that, when we actually take that step? Oh, absolutely. Well, let me tell you this. It speaks volumes to people
1: because they're seen and they're remembered. I think about the holidays especially because, you know, the holidays seem to kind of amplify whatever the current feelings of our heart. If we're delighted, it's especially delightful. If we're in a great season of our lives, it's an especially sweet season to celebrate. But if we're hurting, it hurts more. And if we're lonely, we're lonelier than ever. And so I really think that for believers to look around and see people who may be forgotten or left out or hurting or lonely or away from home and call them and invite them to sit at your table, even if they aren't familiar with all your family members and the other folks who are going to be there. It's the heart of our faith to see and meet needs of people and to love them really well. And I'll tell you the other thing too, that I always want to be sure to remind people is that when we step out in faith, To practice the call of hospitality on our lives, God blesses us with this amazing joy. Yes, you may be intimidated or nervous or scared or anxious or have all kinds of hang-ups, but when we follow the Lord and the hospitality command, it is the sweetest surprise
0: and blessing and joy for us. It comes back to us. It's wonderful. Blessings are boomerangs. Honestly, it's so Mm -hmm. true. Yes, absolutely. Amy, what if you can't cook? I mean, there's a stumbling block for a lot of us, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, listen, here's what I always tell people on the regular, like your everyday
1: hospitality, like just calling a neighbor or inviting someone over. If you can pull the crank on a Keurig, then you can show (laughs) hospitality. If you can chill a bottle of water or a Diet Coke, you can show hospitality. I think we just have decided it has to be a meal, this big table setting and all of that. It really doesn't. The spirit of hospitality is just generosity and kindness and building relationships with people to see their hearts and to demonstrate the heart of God in their lives. And so you don't have to always cook. You can also do takeout. You can also do potluck. I think there's something really lovely and very human about saying, I would love for you to come over. I'll do this. Why don't you bring this? And it makes them feel like they're participating. They're not just a guest, but they're kind of in it with you. So, yeah, you don't have to cook and you don't have to set a big fancy table. Just invite, put
0: a little store-bought something on a plate and lean in. Oh, that's so good. You're making me think of my friend, Sydney, when you said chill a, a mm-hmm. bottle of water. Mm-hmm. She puts a box of goodies on her porch for the delivery drivers. That's a way to show hospitality too, right? And who knows, you could build a relationship by doing that. Oh, absolutely. And listen, I had a lady this week on my
1: social media. She said, I was talking about how we were participating in certain um, activities in the neighborhood and all of that. And she said, but yeah, but what good is it if you're not saying the name of Jesus? Oh. And she said, don't you just want to say... Jesus loves you and hand them a Bible. And I said, Well, yes, of course. I would love to get there. But I think that the gospel travels best on the road of relationships. Yes. And so, yes, I could just tell people, Hey, Jesus loves you. Here's a Bible. You need to know the Lord. He's the answer to all yes. of your life and your eternity. But so often that is not appealing to our non believing friends and our neighbors. And the delivery drivers, if we will build relationships, then we listen for the Lord. We pray and we ask the Lord, hey, we're clearing the degree so that we can meet the need. Oh, yes. And we're building the relationship. And so then you listen and let the Lord lead you when it's time to lean in and start meeting spiritual needs
0: and speaking into spiritual needs, but gosh, relationships, we just can't let those go. They're so important. Oh my goodness. I so appreciate what you just said. My mentor in radio taught me that you can talk about Jesus by talking about a donut because you are building a relationship, common ground with someone who's listening. It always goes back to love. That's where you got to start, right? Oh, absolutely. Well, and I think the thing is for
1: believers, we want to be light in the world. We want to be joy in the world. We want to show people that there is hope by the way we live, by the way you talk about a donut, by the way that I talk about grocery store ingredients or how absolutely (laughs) overjoyed I am at the red tree that's out my window. Like to be able to see wonder in the world and to express joy, that's a result of us having faith in the Lord. And I think that it is magnetic. People wonder it's the aroma of Christ in us. And so we got to get in there in whatever ways that we can to build relationships, to show the hope of Jesus to people. And then they say, hmm, What is it about her that's different? I want that. Mm -hmm. And so I think so often we just want to blaze the trail and, you know, shout the name of Jesus Christ, which my goodness, yes, Mm -hmm. of course we do. But, you know, my husband said one time we had a tornado in our town not very long ago. And, you know, we went the very first day. Everybody goes in with chainsaw to try to get to the houses. You know, we got over there and before we could even get to the people to meet the main need... We had to clear the debris from the road just to get there. And he and I have started to use that term over and over and over in our ministry mindset that sometimes you have to just clear the debris first to be able to get to the significant primary need. We just clear debris. So we put out snacks for the delivery drivers and we run food over to the neighbors and we just call somebody who might be lonely to clear the debris.
0: Oh, I just think that's wonderful. And I'm thinking of something Max Lucado said, like Jesus was fun. People invited him to weddings. He was a storyteller, right? So if that's, those are some ways of clearing the debris. Absolutely. Isn't it the truth? Gosh, that gave me a chill. Yes, you're right. (laughs) He was fun and we can be fun too. (laughs) <laughs> yes, he was. you're
1: right. And he was invited to dinner and he was invited to all kind of, into people's homes and yep. weddings and yeah and oh. you he always used narratives and stories and you know a shared meal over the table just to start to build the foundation
0: of relationships. I'm thinking of something as simple as Christmas cookies. Tis the season now. What is one way we can take Christmas and use it as a launching pad to a a friendship or a relationship? Oh, goodness, yes. I mean, don't you think baking season? I mean, people just make treats and share treats and
1: pin them and share them on Instagram and all of that. And I think it's really it's a very neighborly time of year to me, I feel like. And I think the opportunity, taking the opportunity to make, to make and share treats with your neighbors or invite people in for just a little hot chocolate on the stove, on the patio, or s'mores on the patio. Yes! Baked treats with just a little, my prayer for your family this holiday, like a little, little testimony of your faith tied to treats or at the door or just a little open house. Something so easy.
0: There are lots of ways to get into
1: the lives of people by the you know, by opening your home and your lives.
0: Oh, Amy Hannon, you are delightful. Thank you for coming on the show to talk about your book, Gather and Give. I hope you'll come back and share some more one day. Oh, you're sweet. Thank you for having me. Happy holidays and season to you. Oh, and Merry Christmas and all of it. God bless you. I appreciate you.
1: You too. Thank you.